0: You are listening to Jane Talks to a Wall, a podcast for people who like to hear me talk. I'm your host, Jane, and this is me playing a little ditty. Hello, and welcome to Jane Talks to a Wall. I'm Jane. Today on the podcast, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about local food sourcing, and I have enlisted the help of a friend who is going to talk to us a little bit about that. So, talking to the wall today with us is Marcus. Say hello. Hello. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, I suppose um, today, uh, I'm the wall, (laughs) Um, and... um, let me yeah let me introduce myself for, uh, for, for a brief moment um, I am basically uh, living in southern Germany and um, for let's say probably 10, 10 15 years I was um, thinking about um, like the quality and the the meaning of good nutrition, uh, nutrition for myself. Um, it's not that I'm a very professional about it, um, but uh, it's it's a it's a question that um, I I try to answer um, really um, for a long time. And um, yeah, so I I think this is a good topic to talk about today. Um, and um, yeah. I'm quite excited to, to to, to sh- share share some ideas
0: with you. Yeah, I'm very happy to have you here and for you to share a little bit of your knowledge with me and everybody else. Um, I wanted to ask initially when when did this become important to you? But I guess um, you said it was about ten or fifteen years ago. Was there was there kind of like a pivotal moment where you decided that it was important or? Um. Did it just kind of happen over time?
1: Well, yeah. I guess it's the, rather the latter one. Um, it's a gradual um development in, uh, in my life, so to say. Um, because uh, for instance, um, I was brought up in a in a in a family where um, I was told um to. Um, focus on thing like producing things on your own if if it's possible, um, and also questioning um, the um, the the food um, standards um, that that you face uh, usually in supermarkets. So, uh, for instance, my mom she always she always made uh, made bread for us, um, and also traditionally um, where I'm from in the region. Um, of so, uh, south southwest uh, Germany, you know, people still produce their own, um, for instance, jam, um, uh, pickles, um, even juice, and so on. So this is something I think I was brought up with, um, mm-hmm. and so there was no no pivotal moment. Um, where I certainly, so where I had this moment of enlightenment, and I said, okay, well, I need to change my um, my food style um, from scratch. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, like the recent years, um, there have been quite a few food scandals, um, and that just triggered the idea of um, questioning um, how how or asking myself how I can. Um, improve the the food quality for myself and um, for my uh, yeah my my own kitchen, so to say
0: right and i guess i mean there's probably many people who grew up with in similar scenarios with parents or grandparents who relied more heavily on making things themselves and i guess you know once we sort of get away from home and and get away from our families if we move out or move away for school or what have you we sort of fall into this convenience eating i will say um where we we definitely just go to the supermarket and buy what's there and what's convenient and what we can have certainly, immediately certainly.
1: and maybe and maybe one one like main step uh, towards um, a more conscious uh, way of of eating was when I finished my studies um, because you know when you're a, when you're a student or many many students um, who have the same mindset or had the same mindset as I had. They just justify, um, you know, like ordinary um, food quality um, by saying, okay, as a student, you don't have such, um, such a big salary or, you know, monthly uh, budget on, on food, so it's uh, it's fine just to go for the cheapest, mm-hmm. um, which now I think um, is still not let, legitimate um, because even with a small budget, I think... Um, you can make a difference um, in your own in your own kitchen. So, um, but back in the days, this was my uh, my thinking, um, and I think um, uh, nowadays, I, I would, or if I was a student now, um, I would change uh, change this certainly. Um, as I know, there are plenty of opportunities, you know, um, even on a small budget to um, to go for um better let's say more organically and more uh, sustainably produced um food
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that's one of the main factors that keep people from adopting more of a local or organic diet um, because they argue that it's more expensive, which Uh I don't find to be the case. And I think if you do it right and you do it consciously, you can maintain the same budget or perhaps even a smaller budget by eating foods that are better for you. Um, It just takes I think more effort, which people are less inclined to put in, uh, yeah. to anything these days, um,
1: but that's that's certainly one thing. Like convenience, I mean, that's why it's called convenience food, right? Um, and um, yeah. Once you once you get off this um, this track, it certainly um takes some time to to realize like your 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 possibilities, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, just quickly nutritionally, can you maybe touch on on the importance of eating locally or eating organically? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, let's say or oh, let's start with organic food. Organic food should be food which is. Um, produced on certain organic uh, um, standards um, which is uh, depending on where you live and um, what like local standards that you have um, can be quite confusing because you go to the supermarket check out the organic section and you you will encounter I don't know how many let's say 15 to 20 different uh, organic food labels um, and then you wonder okay what what uh, is the is the best standard for it um, so this this can be quite confusing um, I for myself decided um, that it should also be fun still to go shopping and um, so it's good to go on a step by step basis. Like um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean that from one time to the other you ha- must have understood what all these food labels or organic food labels um, mean. But um, I think it's it's helpful if you start bit by bit to to um, do some research. Maybe even like in a shop, ask ask people, um, the, the, the sellers, um, if they know about the labels. Um, so, so you get a bit by bit a better understanding of all these labels. I have now um, two or three labels um, that I um, trust. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, according to my research um, they have the the strictest um, criteria for it um, in in Germany Um, so um, this is something um, which I um, set for myself but then on the other hand um, I think it's also very important to um, not only focus on the production side but also on the transport chain and that's why um, organic food and regional food goes hand in hand for me because it can only be properly um, organic um, if the food chain or the transport Cha- transport chain um, is re- is reduced really to a minimum. Um, it doesn't really help if you have you know organically uh, produced tomatoes from I don't know from the other side of the globe um, shipped to your place, um, so that you can enjoy um, you know uh, this this organic food in your country. Whereas um, there are there are ways of getting also. The same, you know, tomatoes, um, apples um, from your country, um, which is also organically produced. So this, this, um, and the transport chain certainly is, you know, some something which you can uh, or which has an impact um, on our uh, on our climate um, as well. So it's not only important what you eat inside, but also uh, what you eat and um, uh, enjoy but also to, to consider how it's, it's it's being brought to you um, and that's why I think um, I would always focus also on on, on regional um, distribution rather than uh, you know for the global one
0: right right um. So you mentioned that you've done some research on the trust, like on companies and now have have formed your trusted circle of companies. Um, how did you go about starting that research? You know, what did yeah. you...
1: Well, a good source is certainly um, greenpeace mm-hmm. and the local, uh, the local consumer associations. Um, mm-hmm. Like in in um, Germany, it's called Verbraucherzentrale, but mm-hmm. they are um, they are like an association helping consumers and consumerism in in, in, in Germany. So can um,
0: I, can I interrupt you really quickly and ask: please. Is that a government agency?
1: It is not. No. Okay good to Um, know it's Mm -hmm. non-governmental but when I started these were the main sources and then once you start your research you get you get to you know know for instance some blogs um, that share um, some insights and so on
0: okay and what about going to the company's website itself um, or themselves checking what I mean do you find most companies to be transparent or um is it hard yes. to find information on like the logistics and the supply chain
1: um to be honest i haven't i haven't made much effort to research on companies okay. um, websites also because i mean they have they have a certain interest in providing you with information um, on their own products right. um so i th- I would rather I would rather skip that and um, go for the more neutral uh, information you get from um, subordinate or like governmental um, institutions.
0: Right, right, understand. And for people who perhaps haven't had a chance to do research yet, or. Yeah, just haven't delved all that much into it. Do you have any sort of like rule of thumb for when you're shopping for groceries and there are a lot of options? Um, what words to look for on labels or not to look for on labels that you feel like promotes a good product?
1: Right. Um, well, in Europe, um, there is one um, common a label um, i think it's a it's a green uh, sort of green flag with yellow stars or mm-hmm. white stars um, and this is sort of the basic standard of um, organic uh, uh, production mm-hmm. so if you see this label and another label <laughs> it gives some more credibility Um, on the production side but I think if you're interested it's always good to like in the shops go and ask the sellers or the assistants um, if they know about it like in in good shops even in supermarkets um, they usually know a bit about it but when looking online, I would say like big neutral organizations like the consumer organization in Germany or uh, the, the governmental uh, um, websites um, is certainly um, a good start. And then, of course, like when you when you're Googling it, um, don't don't get trapped too much by uh, the Google ads. Um, I would rather skip them um because um they they are usually someone who, who can afford um such um google ad strategies or the the advertisement on google um they have the means um by uh, it's usually companies basically right. and they have you know their own their own um, interests in promoting certain information Certainly. um so basically i would say yeah just just um get information by by your environment um also, like um, some some bits and pieces from the Internet mm-hmm. and, and maybe l- l- one last thing which uh, which I think is important as, as well just asking your uh, uh, ask your friends um, and your family how they treat it I think it's always useful to have a, a fruitful discussion um, with your with your inner circle so to say um, because they might already know stuff, um, you know, like shops or farmers markets, um, um, or, or or something else, which um, which you have not on the radar so far.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Um, the more, the more, the merrier in your the more the merrier. questions. And are... also,
1: I mean, it's not it's not really hard, you know, to to just start a conversation with your friends.
0: Right. But also, I mean, it's more than. Perhaps just asking them if they know of other resources, but it opens a dialogue and it also causes them to think about those things if they hadn't before, you know, which is also interesting um yeah you you mentioned the environmental benefits of eating locally sourced foods um organic foods but but what about the health benefits um i guess primarily for organic organic food or local food i mean both are h- helpful
1: yes um well, you know I was um back in the in the good old days I was writing uh even a blog, a small blog about it mm-hmm. um and that's when i took it really seriously it doesn't mean that i don't take it seriously anymore but um i i i just consider it you know um, like part of my everyday life now um but back then when i was writing about it i was also um wondering if you can you can feel the difference in uh, for instance the taste Um, and uh, the, the, the shape of the the, the the produces so I started with back uh, with my um, flatmates a um, egg testing basically so mm-hmm. we compared um, two um, different uh, differently produced eggs one was organic, one wasn't, and um, then uh, we wanted to find out whether there was a difference. Mm-hmm. And um, when I shared this idea with my grandma, who um, used to have um, chicken and um, you know also have or, or provide us with eggs regularly um, when I was younger she doubted that you can feel a difference or can you t- that you can taste a difference um, of the the, you know, the, the taste um, but actually when we did it um, it starts already when you when you see uh, like the yolk um, uh, the 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 color was so much different and it's it even smelled fresher the organic ones mm-hmm. basically the, the taste was also it, it was rather like there was a proper taste and that's I think often the case uh, it's not always the case sometimes you don't really like with with the ordinary um, vegetables you know, carrots for instance I don't think you 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 taste such a difference um, But these, you know, products, um, especially animal products or um, um, vegetables that have these, you know, are from these breeds, um, which look just perfect like um uh, eggplants for instance
0: right you
1: actually see and feel um feel uh, or taste the difference eggplants the 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 eggplants that are look so perfect in the supermarket mostly mm, they are you know so artificially produced by the best i don't know um what you call it breeds and then when you compare these with ordinary, uh, like organically produced um, eggplants who have some flaws, then uh, once, once you prepare it, you, you, you feel really the rich taste of the organic um, uh, product. Um, and it's uh, probably the most, most re- remarkable uh, difference is with, is with uh, meat that um, these you know chicken for instance that are industrially uh, produced in um, you know big big um uh farmer sides, um and just crammed together in one spot mm-hmm. um and they they get fed with uh, always the same um, dull the, ingredients yeah. or stuff yeah you get a lot of meat um from one chicken mm-hmm. but then once you prepare it um, at home you see it shrinks and it just tastes like water at the end of the day um And yeah, I mean, let's be honest, this is just a cruel way of um, producing producing um, meat. So um, if if one decides um, to eat meat, um, I think um, this also goes uh, goes with the responsibility to face um, that um, at least the meat that you eat should have been um, produced on a Moderate and um, an animal-friendly
0: way. Right, and when you buy meat, for example, because I I know you are, um, a meat eater. <laughs> um, yes, I am. Ooh. Do you buy it at a butcher? Do you buy it at the meat counter at the grocery store? Do you buy it from the from the coolers at the grocery store or? Um, what?
1: yeah usually yeah yeah Go ahead. usually usually um, I try to get it from the farmers market mm-hmm. um, where you also get the description of where it's produced and you can chit chat with the butcher um, and you know like he, you know what he's what he's doing um, and certainly what I not only avoid but I gave up buying um, f- like meat from like the frozen meat or um the pre-packed meat already in the fridge right um because well and frozen for frozen meat sometimes like the chicken if um if uh, the sauce is clear um like when you when you when you want to make um chicken for um soup uh, Mm -hmm. because this is this is hard to get um, often uh, in small, like on a farmer's market or so on, um, because it's a big chunk of, um, uh, yeah, a big uh, amount of uh, uh, animal, yeah. sort of. Um, so um, this is maybe when I make an exception, mm-hmm. um, but usually um, I, I, I go to the farmer's market, which is just around my corner. Um, and I get there um, on Friday afternoon um, and this is something which I try to do once a month
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and if I don't have time for that um, then I I would look for uh, a butcher as well Um, because usually um, as I'm living on the countryside they they also have the labels maybe also in cities they should know um, where um, the, the meat is from so it's a good way of um basically also getting in touch with them and um showing some interest like when you're in a, in a butcher and mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't be wrong to just ask them um about the the where where the, where the food is from right yeah.
0: right okay yeah i mean i i've never been to a butcher counter like inside of a grocery store sure a butcher but never inside a grocery store and um i'm just wondering out of interest pure interest whether they get their meat from the same sources as the butchers um the local butchers i'm I'm just not really sure, or if, it depends, yeah,
1: I think it depends so it it really depends on the on the place so they might have the same sources and uh, there are also butchers like small butchers um, who probably get industrial uh, products or industrially produced um, meat as well. Mm-hmm. so um, it's it's really like if this is something on you, on your on your plates um then uh probably it's important to ask to ask first and I want to mention one last one last initiative which I really like mm-hmm. um it's uh, one thing I think they started in France um mm-hmm. and um now it's uh, it is um all over Europe or western Europe at least um, also in Germany there are some ho- uh, hubs the idea is you have um, mm-hmm. a local hub mm-hmm. of farmers so on one spot in a city or uh, on uh, on uh, in uh, on the countryside as well but usually it's for the city because on the countryside you you have far more, far more farmers already mm-hmm. um, so if you're from a city and you don't want to miss um a f- Farmer direct farmer products. Um, in Germany, it's called um, mm-hmm. um Certainly, it does exist in the UK and in France, uh, in Italy. Um, and what you do is they have a website. You order your food um, and then you collect it from one um, local hub, uh, which is in your city. Right
0: um, And... If I'm yes. not if I'm not mistaken on that because I used to use it when I was in a, a different city um, you can also meet with the farmers themselves at those market swarms I guess is the best translation for that and yeah. um, Ahead of time when you order online, I mean, the products change from week to week, the the offers change, but you also have the opportunity there to read a bit more about the product.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, first of all, on the websites, um, they highlight what what farmers um, they work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can um, start uh, getting your information from there as well. And every once in a while, of, of course, not every week. Um, so it's usually a, a weekly um the delivery to the hubs um so not every week you you get to meet all the farmers um but certainly regularly like some farmers uh, or some producers and um, they show up um and you can get in touch with them um and very often um at least in the the, the hubs where i um which i was using um the ones who organize it um they know very well the farmers directly Mm -hmm. Um, so um, they are also like uh, very good well trained to help you um, with uh, missing information Um, and one last thing about this which i found really cool is that um, when you order meat um, at most places, they will only um, start delivering or, uh, you know, uh, killing the animal once every bit of the, the animal um, is sold. Um, so this, this helps to reduce, reduce really, um, the amount of food waste um, as well.
0: Right, okay. That's, that's also really good to know. So you mentioned that this is one way that you get your food or have gotten it in the past. You also mentioned farmer's markets, um, and I assume that you still frequent the grocery store from time to time. But yes. um, is there any other place that you suggest that people look in their communities for similar offers?
1: Mm, I mean, in, um, like in, in cities, you find also um, farmer's shops um this is something uh, you could you could also look for these organic markets uh, but these are usually now um in most big city, cities big supermarkets as well who i don't know if they they make such a big difference with most most producers um i mean certainly they do but once it gets really like uh, big scale then um sometimes uh, you know the whole system is like tends to be more industrial as well mm-hmm. um, so I'm usually a fan of small initiatives so um, like farmer shops farmers markets but also there is one interesting initiative like of really the the cons- the, the the mere consumer idea which is um how can I translate it in English? Like, it's a website where you can find, like, plants to harvest in your in your environment, okay. like in cities. And these are public places, uh, for instance, parks, uh, where other people spot um, stuff like, I don't know, cherries, any kind of um, fruit or um, herbs um, that can be publicly um, harvested.
0: Okay, interesting. So it's, it's not a community garden. It's just places in the city that yes. are already growing these foods that are kind of free, free for all.
1: Yes. So basically, it's a, it's a community-based map. Mm-hmm. And on, on the map, uh, you find the spots where you can harvest stuff.
0: What, what is the name of that website?
1: Um, in Germany, it's called Mundraub. Okay. Moth. Um, robbing <laughs> so and uh, the name uh, it's, uh, they chose the name because they also want to focus on that you don't uh, exploit you know the initiative so right. just take as much as you can carry basically how much as, uh, as it fits in your mouth um, and it doesn't well it's it, it would be a bit um, you know uh, too much to, to harvest everything you, you, you find in the spot. Mm-hmm. And then even make money for it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's possible. Maybe that's my next yeah. business idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, true entrepreneur. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I really quick would like to backtrack and go back to um, where you get your food and ask quickly whether you shop at organic grocery stores or um, if you place more trust in organic grocery stores versus chain grocery stores or um more i guess industrial chain grocery stores do you have any yeah. opinion on that
1: um well this is i i must i must restrict the following to uh, it is just my my opinion mm-hmm. um and that i 't really um, did a, didn't really research on organic s- grocery stores or organic supermarkets. yet I know like some parts of my family for instance, they go regularly and trust these organic stores more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say uh, for sure 80% of the, the products in organic um, supermarkets are, are probably, like, proper organic, Mm -hmm. um, but then, then, um, like, the rest, uh, you should know what, what about the rest of the 20%, um, uh, and, um, I just, I just doubt that, like, these, these organic supermarkets who open, you know, who are like a chain now, um, who have these like um, transports, um, systems or like big logistic systems, um, that they, they can like still follow the idea of regional, mm-hmm. um, regional, uh, or regional first, so right? Right. Um. So I once every once in a while I go to um, organic supermarkets, but I think also the big supermarkets when it comes to. Um, like organically uh, produced uh, vegetables and um, fruits, um, I, I I guess it's it's similar the quality in the main main supermarkets and in the main organic uh, supermarkets, if you consider the organic labels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um... Yeah, and I guess going back to Mundtraub, whatever, your community harvesting, I guess is how I'll call it. Um, This is one example of a source that you have been able to find. But um, in terms of the other, the market swarms, or I don't even know how we should call that, but um, where... Where did you find these, and how can other people find out about, I don't know, farmers markets or, or these types of initiatives? Um, what were your biggest resources?
1: Basically, I think... It started really when i I had this uh, as i mentioned i had I had this blog before mm-hmm. and i didn't I didn't write it on my own i had uh, I wrote it with a friend um of mine and it was like a, a small competition that we wanted to to provide each other with uh, new initiatives and that's how how it all came up um that uh, I shared some things with him like the food food assembly. Um, the Mark Trember um, thing um, and then the next day he came with this map, you know, this harvesting um, map um, and um, yeah, so we had our eyes open on in the news um, we did of course a bit of uh, Google research um, and that's how we sort of built up um, our, our insights in these um, initiatives
0: Okay, good, yeah, so I guess you know, a little bit of word of mouth, a little bit of staying in the news and a little bit of yeah, internet.
1: Yeah, once you once you start talking with your friends about it mm-hmm. um, even my um, my uh my brother, um, he no, I think it was his wife. Um, once she knew I was writing this blog, um, you know, she provided me with uh, some some other initiatives. Like uh, one thing where you can order food boxes, um, mm-hmm. and then then I tried this um, like food boxes, which also focus on local farmers. So it's a federal website, but once you uh, type in your place of residence, um, they will link you with the closest uh, farmer, and that farmer provides you with a food box uh, regularly. It's like a subscription. Right. And this came from from the family of my brother.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, um... (laughs) living in a foreign country, sometimes things get lost in translation or it's just harder to know what to search or how to search. Um, yeah. and a huge resource for me has, has honestly always been Instagram. And I know that a lot of people, you know, have things to say about Instagram and, yeah. and whatever, but, um, I'd, You know, I found one initiative that led me to 10 others that have led me to 10 others. And now moving cities, you know, those initiatives that I had in that city have have led me to ones that that are here. I mean, it's all a big network and it's all a big. um, Yeah, I mean, everybody it's a big community. You know, everybody's working together for the same kind of towards the same end. And they also support one another, which I think is which is. Great. It's not something that we always see in like our competitive markets, um, but that they're supporting each other because of the initiatives. And when you when you follow one or you um, keep up with one, you inadvertently follow others. Um, And yeah.
1: No, certainly. I mean, let's uh, let's or um, when you know when I was um, starting with it, uh, let's say like doing my 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 proper research this was like seven seven years ago um and back then um i um, i mean instagram was existing but these you know hardcore uh farmer products uh, or producers um they were not really familiar with um, social media at that time um, so back then it was rather, and you could also see the quality of their websites and so on. So this was uh, this was certainly um, a different time. Now I think it's much easier also on social media. Maybe if, uh, even on TikTok you might you might find um, like farmers doing doing um, funny funny videos of uh, how they produce it uh, just to. Uh, Gets get some more attention, which I think is a good way. But um, certainly, Instagram probably or Facebook is a is a good channel as well to to, to find um, good information these days.
0: Yeah, I think in this case the algorithms can can only help you find similar things. Yeah, yeah true. Um, you mentioned ordering produce from like in a subscription type. Form, uh, from a local farm, and I have done the same thing. I subscribe to a veggie box as well, but um, my vegetables aren't always local. But they're vegetables that would have been thrown away otherwise because they're right. misshapen, or um, too small, or not the right color, or kind of already yeah. on their way to overripe. Um, yeah.
1: These are, I think, they are called culinary misfits.
0: Culinary misfits. Yes. Look at that! What a beautiful word for beautiful <laughs> vegetables.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so I obviously I also live in Europe and don't know that these things are widely available all over the world. But I feel certain that 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 these things can be found um, <laughs> either yeah. locally sourced vegetables or. Um, Vegetables that are being saved from the landfill, the compost, whatever. Um, yeah. But there's also many other other ways to to save food or gather food, and I wanted to kind of get your opinion on some of those as well. Yeah. Um, an initiative from somewhere that I used to live was like essentially a, a food bank. Um, the, they had some partnership with many local farms, and they would call and say, "Hey, these are kind of the misfits," um, and the what did you the culinary. Misfits, huh? misfits, the culinary misfits. Um, uh, so we'll give them to your store for, f- you know, free of cost. And oh, by the way, here's some other expired goods that we have that are still fine to eat, but because the the date has passed, people won't buy it, and we can't sell it uh, under the law. So you can take it to your store. They filled the store with these things with expired items or um, culinary misfits. And they said, you pay what you feel like these items are worth. And um, I loved that. I thought it was an amazing initiative and a really good cause to support, not only because it cuts back on waste, but um, because you you get to decide what something is worth to you, which I think makes you very mindful of what you're putting into your body. Um, yeah. But, yeah, do you, have you seen something like that in your city, or? Um, yes, I mean, there's this, this app, I think it's a,
1: at least European-wide app, um, probably globally, um, but it's called Too Good To Go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they started in Denmark, uh, and wrote it out in other countries as well. Um, and I tried this as well. Um, so the idea is to get, especially from restaurants, mm-hmm. the leftovers from the day before it gets, um, gets um, wasted. Um, and you can order a few portions um, before the closing hour. Yeah, I... And but this certainly has no has no restrictions to you know organic food or, or so on. But still, it's it's um it's a it's a nice um, initiative to to reduce um, food waste. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is also another initiative. It's called Eat Petite. Um, that's also a website where where they focus on shipping um, culinary misfits.
0: Right. That's, uh, that's the box that I subscribe to.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, it's a good initiative, but maybe it's like if you have, uh, if, um, as far as I know, they ship it um, countrywide. Um, so um, maybe it's also a good way just to go to just to check out the, the farmers mm-hmm. um, in your in your neighborhood and ask them for for such producers. Because yeah. what I found out is that these farmers, you know, like once you it's basically with probably all kind of jobs. You produce something, you create something and uh, then it's you know hard melting to see that what you produce is thrown away. Um, so they also know you know they they have to filter um, or select the, 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 the perfect produ- producers for the supermarkets and the rest. I don't know what's happening, or they know what's happening. Often they are just getting thrown away, and or they they are used for animal um animal food, um. But still, if you approach you know farmers um and ask for such uh, such boxes directly um, probably they would they would um uh, embrace this idea as well. Right. Um. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, to, and Too Good To Go, I'll go back to that really quickly. That yes. is definitely a great resource. And they also, I've seen some supermarkets post um, fruits and vegetables or even um, goods from their bakery. Um, yes. So it's not uncommon to, to see that. And some of those things are um, free and some come at a small price. But yes. uh, nevertheless... Right, you're still saving. Yeah, no, I, I, I,
1: I, tried it. I tried it several times as well, and once uh, with a friend of mine, um, she pointed out that even um, like a foot, a footstand, no, fruit stand, vegetable mm-hmm. and fruits, um, uh, they were selling, um, provided or was part of the uh, of the app, um, and it was incredible to see. How much she could she could get? Like I think it was a Saturday, and then on the Saturday afternoon, she get she got um a really big bag of um of vegetable and fruit, um much more than she would would normally um normally buy for her herself, um because only because this was this were leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and um yeah so i think this is really a great idea also um you know even if you have or especially if you have a small budget um to to see to or to make a difference um, basically
0: certainly and i i think yeah. on that same note if you have a small budget um there there's um definitely another another resource referred to as food sharing. Um, here, it actually has its own platform, but um, it comes in pretty much all shapes and sizes and that some people... Uh, Maybe I decided to cook and I cooked something for eight people and I'm alone and there's no way that I can eat that all in the next week before it goes bad. So I can post it on this platform and people can come pick up food from my house or in many neighborhoods. Now you see like an old telephone booth or a bookshelf or something where people put food that that um they don't need anymore and anyone can just come grab it. So some bakeries even participate in that and put the leftover bread there. Um some people put canned goods that they don't need anymore there. Um and and everyone has has you know the freedom to go to this to this food sharing portal, I'll say, and and grab what they need or find someone in the area who has something that they can give them. Um that's a great way to to save money <laughs> but, right. but also to, to cut back on food waste
1: right yeah no certainly this is uh, like it depends on on your city um in um some like smaller towns it's probably hard, harder to find but big cities or university cities um uh, you in in these places you find you find such uh, initiatives um, for sure yeah um so it's just important to look out um and i think yeah probably the biggest rule of thumb is um, or the best uh, rule of thumb for me would be just have your eyes open if you're interested right. in um, finding such initiatives. Once you start um, certainly you, you'll find plenty of uh, opportunities. Um one other thing which I like as well is like community gardens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so my cousin, he is um, he studied uh, geography, so he's kind of I mean it's not particularly uh, agriculture, but still treating more uh, uh, like this topic as well. Um, so he um, participates in a community garden. So they were um, uh, they were acquiring. Um, piece of land outside the city mm-hmm. and they are producing um, vegetables um, for the community and you can you can uh, invest in, in this um, garden so they have you know the um, because also obviously they have also some transport costs and costs for tools and so on um, so they cover it for this and um, but with this investment you also um get some uh some some pro- like the products um which is pretty cool um this also like these community gardens they i know they are, exist also in different different cities mm-hmm. so they have some like um small or slightly different models but usually the idea is you have um, a garden which is organized by one group and either you participate uh, by harvesting or like um, preparing um, every like the fields and so on um, or you're just investing and you can pick up your the producers uh, once they're ready
0: okay Yeah, yeah that's those are also great Great resources, and I just wanted to quickly say too for everybody listening, um, maybe you maybe you're an entrepreneur like Marcus. Maybe you have this entrepreneurial spirit, um, and you can't find these initiatives. Maybe there isn't something in your region like this, but but start your own. I mean, I think this is something that's growing in popularity, especially now, and will continue to be fruitful. <laughs> Pun intended, yeah. um, but uh, it's definitely something that that you could start on your own or with a group of friends. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, this with- is uh, certainly there is enough there is enough space, you know, for for new new uh, initiatives and um i noticed um for instance the food assembly idea um they are always looking for cuz in um while it's pretty um, popular in france where they mm-hmm. started um you find this in like even several um, spots several hubs in in, in towns or cities um, in Germany and um, UK for instance it's growing but uh, still it would be uh, there, there there's enough space you know for for initiatives to say okay I want to I want to um, support this idea and start a hub um, in the city where I live yeah. or in the, in the in the community where I live um, and yeah just, uh, just get going.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I wanted to kind of end if you are feeling like sure. it's time. I mean, not like end right now, but I <laughs> I wanted to end on a on a question about about recipes um, and whether or not you have kind of like a go to dinner recipe or if you have maybe a recipe that when your fridge is full of of. Pieces, parts, I'll say, you know, a half onion and a little bit of some bell pepper and this, that, and the other. If you have kind of like a dump recipe where you use all of the leftover things in your fridge or yeah, yeah,
1: what your um, ideas are. I guess I guess um, what I like. I mean, my my go-to dinner would be a plate of cheese um, <laughs> and some wine.
0: Yeah, good um,
1: one. But certainly, I have what I. I'm not the best cook. Um, I like cooking. Um, I, I
0: feel like you're a good cook. I think that's <laughs> that's an understatement.
1: I'm doing okay in the kitchen, to <laughs> say. Um, but um, at least I, I enjoy most of the, of the creations that I do. Yeah. Um,
0: that's, that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> it is, it is. And, uh, yeah, it fills, it fills my stomach. Um, but no, no, um, enough joking. So, what I was, um, or what I find a good recipe for just using what's, what's in your fridge um, is quiche. Yeah. Keys um, is really a, a great way of um, of creating something with um, what you already have, like vegetables. Even uh, I don't know meat. You don't need much. Uh, like you prepare the dough, um, put uh, egg. You can make it with eggs or even without eggs. Um, if you're if you're um, a vegan um you, you 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 can even yeah skip the, the 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 eggs um and then mix everything um and put it in the oven and usually um it's always it's always a great um great uh, dish, which um, even if you're on your own, you know, you can you can eat it, take it away somewhere easily, um, eat it on the go, um, share it with somebody, um, whatever. So yeah. Quiche,
0: quiche is the thing to go. Okay. My, I think my go-to is is like a curry, a Thai curry or an Indian curry. It just kind of depends on what I, what I have in the fridge. But I mm-hmm. pretty much always am guaranteed to have a can of coconut milk on hand and curry paste. So no matter what's yeah. in my fridge, I manage to throw it together um, into a Thai curry and that's – That's pretty much always the way. Even when I go traveling somewhere um, and we have an Airbnb or something with a kitchen, then I always say, oh, let's just make Thai curry. It's the easiest thing. Um, You don't have to buy a lot to be able to make it. Uh, You know, you need at most three ingredients (laughs) Um, plus a couple veggies, and and you're good. So it's also a great dump recipe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's um, yeah, yeah, that's that that also sounds lovely. I think I should, I should try it as well.
0: Yeah, I, know, I mean, uh. I'm not I'm not a quiche eater at at the moment. Yeah, maybe the preparation
1: but... the preparation is a bit more with quiche because you have to prepare a dough, um, and you can't can't mix everything in a in a pot already. Mm. Um, but one strong benefit of a quiche, it's really handy on the go.
0: I mean, yeah. I think the best part about quiche is that you can eat it at any at any temperature. Yes. You know, it's it's fine room temp. It's fine cold. It's fine hot. You know any. So so. I think
1: I think today the quiche is the winner.
0: <laughs> okay, it's, it's turned into a competition Classic, classic, classic Classic <laughs> Right Well, um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode And that you learned a little bit about um, local food And how to find it Or initiatives that could be beneficial to you Why it's important to eat locally and organically And yeah, hopefully you guys got some ideas Marcus, is there anything else that you want to say?
1: um i think i think i mentioned mentioned everything i wanted to share and um now maybe one last one last thoughts um don't take it too seriously because at the end of the day eating eating and enjoying food um should be fun as well
0: that's true no that's absolutely true eating is probably my favorite hobby um and i can only cook because i love to eat um (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. I care that the things I put into my body taste good and um, are fun for me to prepare and fun for me to source. So I think that's a great tip. Um, food should be enjoyed because it is the sustenance for life. Yes. And it is certainly one of the things where we should take time out of every day to enjoy. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Great
1: ending so thank note. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. I appreciate having you here and talking to me and the wall. So
1: I'm I was the wall <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. I would just like to quickly thank Marcus again for being here with us today. And as usual, if you have any questions or Um, remarks about today's episode please feel free to reach out check out the website janetalkstoolwall.com for some updates there are new recipes up the podcast is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Deezer Um, a few more streaming options for everybody I look forward to talking to you guys while talking to the wall again next week while you listen thanks a lot everybody be well